Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, friends. This is Johanna, your reader today. Today is Friday, the 10th of November. And on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 26th day of the month, Cheshvan. Our Torah portion this week is called Chaye Sarah, which means Sarah's life. And today we're going to start in Genesis 25, verses 1 through 11. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment, as we always do, to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His precious word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Now Avraham took another wife. Her name was Keturah. She bore him Zimran, Yokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Yokshan fathered Sheva and Dedan. Dedan's sons were Ashurim, Letushim, and Leumim. Midian's sons were Epha, Efer, Chanoch, Avida, and Elda'a. All of these were Keturah's sons. Now Avraham gave everything that he had to Yitzchak. But to the sons of Avraham's concubines, Avraham had given gifts and sent them away from his son Yitzchak while he was still living, eastward to the land of the east. Now these are the days of the years of Avraham's life that he lived, 175 years. So Avraham breathed his last and died at a good old age, old and satisfied. Then he was gathered to his peoples. Then Yitzchak and Ishmael, his sons, buried him in the cave of Machpelah, in the field of Ephron, son of Zohar, the Hittite, next to Mamre, the field that Avraham bought from the sons of Chet. There Avraham is buried along with Sarah, his wife. After Avraham's death, God blessed Yitzchak, his son, and Yitzchak lived near Be'er Lahai Rui. That was Genesis 25, verses 1 through 11. Today's portion from the prophets is Judges chapter 8. Now the men of Ephraim said to him, 
What is this thing you have done to us, not calling us when you went to fight against Midian? So they criticized him sharply. But he said to them, What have I now done compared to you? Is not the gleaning of Ephraim better than the vintage of Aviezel? God has given into your hand the princes of Midian, Oreb and Ze'ev. So what was I able to do compared to you? Their anger with him subsided after he said this. Then Gidon reached the Yarden and crossed over. He and the three hundred men with him were exhausted, yet still pursuing. He said to the men of Sukkot, Please, give loaves of bread to the people on foot with me, for they are exhausted, and I am chasing Zevach and Salmonah, the kings of Midian. But the officials of Sukkot said, Are the hands of Zevach and Salmonah now in your hands? So why should we give bread to your army? Gidon replied, Therefore, when the Lord delivers Zevach and Salmonah into my hand, then I will thresh your flesh with the thorns of the wilderness and briars. From there he went up to Penuel and spoke to them similarly. But the men of Penuel answered him just as the men of Sukkot had answered. So he spoke also to the men of Penuel, saying, When I come back safely, I will tear down this tower. Now Zevach and Salmonah were in Karkur, and with them their armies of about 15,000 men, all who were left of all the army of the people of the east. The fallen were 120,000 swordsmen. Now Gidon went up by the road of the tent dwellers on the east of Novach and Yorkbecha, and ambushed the camp when it was off guard. When Zevach and Salmuna fled, he pursued them and captured the two kings of Midian, Zevach and Salmuna, and routed the whole army. Gidon, the son of Yoash, returned from the battle by the ascent of Cheres. He captured a boy from the people of Sukkot and questioned him. So he wrote down for him the officials of Sukkot and its elders, seventy-seven men. When he came to the men of Sukkot, he said, Behold, Zevach and Salmuna, about whom you mocked me, saying, Are the hands of Zevach and Salmuna already in your hand? Why should we give bread to your exhausted men? Then he seized the elders of the city, and thorns of the wilderness and briars, and with them he punished the men of Sukkot. He also tore down the tower of Penuel and slew the men of the city. Then he asked Zevach and Salmuna, What kind of men did you kill at Tavol? As you are, so they were, they answered. Each one looked like the children of a king. They were my brothers, the sons of my mother, he said. As the Lord lives, if only you had let them live, I would not kill you. Then he said to Yetel, his firstborn, Arise, kill them. But the boy could not draw his sword, for he was afraid, since he was still a youth. Then Zevach and Salmuna said, Rise up yourself and fall on us, for as the man is, so is his strength. 
So Gidon arose and killed Zebach and Salmuna, and took the crescent ornaments that were on their camels' necks. Then the men of Israel said to Gidon, Rule over us, you, your son, and your grandson as well, for you have delivered us from the hand of Midian. But Gidon replied to them, I will not rule over you, nor will my son rule over you. The Lord alone will rule over you. Yet Gidon said to them, I would make a request of you, that you would give me every man an earring from his spoil. For they had golden earrings because they were Ishmaelites. We'll certainly give them, they replied. So they spread out a robe, and each one of them threw an earring from his spoil. So the weight of the golden earrings that he requested was 1,700 shekels of gold, besides the crescent ornaments, the pendants, and the purple robes that were on the kings of Midian, and besides the chains that were on their camels' necks. Gidon made it into an ephod and put it in his town Ophrah. But all Israel prostituted themselves after it there, and it became a snare to Gidon and his household. So Midian was subdued before Bnei Israel, and they lifted up their heads no more. The land had tranquility for forty years in the days of Gidon. Yeruval, the son of Yoash, went and lived in his own house. Now Gidon had seventy sons of his own issue, for he had many wives. Also his concubine, who was in Shechem, also bore him a son. He called his name Avimelech. Then Gidon, son of Yoash, died at a good old age and was buried in the tomb of Yoash, his father, in Ophrah of the Aviazrites. But it came to pass, as soon as Gidon was dead, that Bnei Israel again prostituted themselves after the Baalim, and made Baal Berit their god. So Bnei Israel did not remember the Lord their god, who had delivered them from the hand of all their enemies on every side. Nor did they show kindness to the household of Yehuvaal, namely Gidon, in accord with all the goodness which he had done for Israel. That was Judges 8. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm 31. For the music director, a psalm of David. In you, Lord, have I taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness deliver me. Turn your ear to me. Rescue me quickly. Be a rock of refuge for me a stronghold for my deliverance. Since you are my rock and my fortress, you lead me and guide me for your name's sake. Free me from the net they hid from me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, Lord, God of truth. I detest those who continue to watch worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your loving kindness. For you saw my affliction. You knew the troubles of my soul. 
you did not hand me over to the enemy. You set my feet in a wide open place. Be gracious to me, Lord, for I am in distress. My eyes waste away with grief, my soul and my body as well. For my life is consumed in sorrow and my years in sighing. My strength fails because of my anguish and my bones waste away. Because of all my adversaries, I am the contempt of my neighbors and a dread to my acquaintances. Seeing me on the street, they flee from me. I am as forgotten as a dead man. I have become like a broken vessel. For I have heard the whispering of many. There is terror on every side as they conspire against me and plot to take my life. But I have trusted in you, Lord. I said, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my foes and from those who pursue me. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your loving kindness. Lord, let me not be ashamed, for I have called upon you. Let the wicked be ashamed. Let them be silent in Sheol. Let the lying lips be mute, for they speak arrogantly against the righteous with pride and contempt. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you which you have given to those who take refuge in you before the children of men. In the shelter of your presence, you hide them from people's plots. You conceal them in a sukkah from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his wonderful love in a besieged city. I said in my alarm, I have been cut off from your sight. But you heard the sound of my pleas when I cried out to you. Love the Lord, all his kadoshim. The Lord preserves all the faithful, but the proud he pays back in full. Chazak, let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. That was Psalm 31. And now for our portion from the Apostles. Today it is Matthew 24, verses 29 through 51. But immediately after the trouble of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the land will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He will send out his angels with a great shofar, and they will gather together his chosen from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn the parable from the fig tree. When its branch becomes tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see all these things, know that it is near, at the door. Amen, I tell you. This generation will not pass away until all these things happen. 
Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, except the Father alone. For just as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark. And they did not understand until the flood came and swept them all away. So shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. Then two men will be in the field, one taken and one left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one taken and one left. Therefore stay alert, for you do not know what day your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what time the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and not let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the master put in charge of his household to give them food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whose master finds him so doing when he comes. Amen, I tell you, his master will put him in charge of all his possessions. But if that wicked servant says in his heart, My master is taking a long time, and he begins to beat his fellow servants, and he eats and drinks with drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he does not know, and he will cut him in two and assign his place with the hypocrites, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That was Matthew 24, verses 29 through 51. If you're reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Romans 8, 18 through 39 today also. Well, that concludes our Bible readings for this episode, and I pray that the Word of God will be a blessing and a light to your life. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.